Welcome to the KVKL Podcast. Week 9, heading into the last week of the regular season. Time is almost up. Coming to you direct from the Jazz House, 926 and a half Massachusetts, with some of the best drink specials in town. Come down and join us. Stick around for karaoke. I am joined this week direct from New York, yeah. Boston Sean Meredith. I'm back. <laughs> and a little burnt. You escaped from New York. <laughs> a little burnt? I did. Oh I, did. I, I, made, I made it out with my life. <laughs> uh, next to him, we have Angela. Do you have anything? No, she's the Impaler. What's that? The she's Impaler. The impaler ah, yes. Angela the Impaler Finch. Yes. If you're looking for drama, turn your stream off. You're not going to get it here. <laughs> oh. Next to Angela is Lauren Goodgolly Lagali. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and the in- inimitable Jason Cougar Huang. I still don't get how you, Boston, for say Worcester, for saying Worcester in the city name. I don't get it. How do you say Worcester? Worcester. Worcester. How do you get that from W-R-S-C-E-S-T-R? How? R's are overrated. And no. they're hard. What? They're yeah, hard. Don't, don't tell R bar that. Oh, whatever. Yeah, but without the R, there's no R bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bar. It's just bar. Yeah. Worcester. Whatever. Worcester. Yeah. Um, I don't think we really have much uh, business to talk about before we get started here. We, we still uh, have shirts. Ah, yeah, there you go. You oh, want. yeah. Yeah, so we have those 20th anniversary shirts. We got to unload them. And all that money goes to charity, so uh, chip the, in and buy one. The t-shirt is really soft. Highly recommend. Yeah. Although I think yeah. we have more of the unisex tanks left than anything, so maybe I should be pushing those. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and summer lasts until October, so you're covered either way. Right. Or it could be a nighty if you get a big one. Um, yeah. Keep on uh, keep on buying those raffle tickets for Game of the Week. We did have uh, our contestant this week did kick and make some money. So that's two yeah. weeks in a row after that's crazy. <laughs> after uh, seven weeks of nothing. So yeah. I feel like this pot is hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slacking on my duties and haven't done the math yet, but I think we're probably at at least a $200 jackpot for next week. Yeah, because whatever kids were out there for Sacred Sword, apparently we're slinging the shit out of those tickets. Yeah. Good nat- job, kids. Natural born. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should bring Oliver great. back yeah. every week. You can get more non-alcoholic jello shots. <laughs> Everybody wins. Um, uh, before we get into, uh, on a side note, speaking of charity, big thank you to Aaron Garger, who donated over $1,300 to Just Foods this yeah, week. It's just nuts. Uh, oh, my God. Such a good... Good thing uh, they were at critical needs, still are at critical levels. Um, I know from when we talked that the donations of over a thousand pounds from Sunday alone from all the all of you KV Kalers that that would get them pretty much through the week. So just to put that into perspective, one week's worth of food is what we were able to pull off in, on Sunday. So maybe we can do it again this week. Um, Thursday. So yeah. yeah. So basically, we need uh, it's. A ton every yeah. two weeks is what they need. Yeah. So <laughs> a if literal you can, ton. stop by. Uh, they're posting online. But also a big thank you to Erin. She paid and then doubled up to $4 a run scored from all of the KVKL teams this past Sunday. So $1,300. Yeah. I'm going to take Erin out to a steak dinner. Yeah. Uh, this week we are sponsored by Lauren Legali who is a certified personal trainer in Lawrence, specializing in, Lauren? 
Yeah, uh, injury prevention, corrective exercise, strength periodization. Does that help with? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the chaos of sports. It's something Finch and I talk about a lot. Um, we do what we can to be as prepared as possible for the chaos of, you know, change of direction, running, sprinting. Um, but, you know, we're, we've both sat out a lot of weeks this yeah. season due to injury. So, but it can happen to anybody. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel for you I, if you're I dealing with that out. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, you want to go through the games for us? Yeah. So starting off YSC one at 5 PM, the late fees send the rockets out of orbit six to three. Uh, then, notes, notes said good sports all around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I caught a little bit of this game. Both teams were looking really good, honestly, um, which really the theme of the week for me, uh, having a rough game of the week, was just how good really all the teams are. And we don't have, in 36-league team, we don't have anybody that, like, doesn't know what they're doing. Like, yeah. Even, yeah. So Teams um, might lose, but there's no trash out there. Yeah. Judging by the sp- score sheets here, tons of base runners. Um it was, uh, yeah, a lot of good kicks I saw, um, and it seemed like everybody was having a good time. Cool. Good deal. So 7 p.m., Harbor Dry Docks Triple X, 20 to 6. <laughs> Notes on this one, what a lovely evening for kickball. Never mind, I'm soaking wet and cold. <laughs> Polite and good-spirited teams, a pleasure to ref Isaac. Tried to pop back in Johnny's player's shoulder to no avail. Probably should have seen uh, Lauren for that, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Game was stopped really briefly for this reason. Chris scratched in the second inning. Did anybody see anything? Well, some about to. Here's Cal. Friends, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Triple X because they were really fun to play. And Emberly and Heather and Jade are badass girls. And Ian was really nice. And it was just good, clean fun. Sam's always got a smile on his face. Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Always happy. He's the one in 30 that's fine and dandy at the same time. I love Sam. So moving on to YSC 2 at 5 p.m. This is our hate fuck not located in Fenway Park of the Week. (laughs) Post house Hasashizes on drop stoppers, 22 to 0. First inning, second base, Blake Beautiful... 15-foot sliding catch in foul territory. Does that mean he slid for 15 feet? Yes. 15 it, feet? It was, I guess it was, like, like really wet out there. Yes. Like, yes. So we slid for two feet and then hydroplane to the fence. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michelle, beautiful bunt to get on. Those are only notes. All right. Yeah. On what? No home runs by Simon? It says so. Blake slash Michelle, soon to be parents, playing against each other. Smile. Um, Brandon Van Nice is joking that T is on post house because he's in tight eye also. <laughs> <laughs> he's nowhere near mean enough to be on post house. <laughs> Here's Katie. We did call this game in the bottom of the eighth inning for an hour at 20 runs, or it was 22, I guess it was. Yeah. But uh, drop stoppers almost 
got rid of the shutout by stranding one of their players on the third base, and I think the top of the eighth. So, good on drop stoppers. Close. YSC 2 at 7 p.m. Way to shut them down, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghosts publicly, not anonymously, sink the Scoonies 15 to 6. We were both on the alliteration here. I had slime the Scoonies. <laughs> slime. Uh, Katie, did you have anything to add about this game? Just that just, you just publicly shrug. humiliated someone who can't spell their name correctly? The notes are full of platitudes this week. Just a good old American game of gorgeous kickball. <laughs> you know, when you, when you uh, yell it from out there without a mic, it's just dead air. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care if anybody else can hear. Fair enough. They had played like this for the last six weeks. They would have been eight and two. If only. If only. If only. Touche. Corey put on a great twerk show to body my Megan. This is going to be a barn burner, bro. Adam with ITPHR. What is that? Inside the park home run. Inside the park home run. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Good pickup. Uh, YSC 3 at 5 p.m. 23rd Street tames the filthy animals 14 to 6. I called a shutdown on this because you weren't going to be here, but your team represented okay. Yeah, everybody got angry at you guys. I think, did Cougar call for a shutout too? No, I did not. No, it was just me. No, I did not. Well, that's Uh, good. Notes were tag out at home in third, double play. Kevin brings home Josh with a double. Did your team send you any notes on this one? Uh, Yeah, I had from Kevin... 23rd Street had, uh, maybe this was from Aaron. Yeah, this is from, 23rd Street had brutal big kickers. Uh, Poshwash gave up runs on those kicks and extended innings due to bobbled catches and defensive mishaps. Ultimately, it was the one big uh, meltdown inning. It was close uh, within four runs until the fifth. Morgan had more great kicks and plays like always. And Poshwash had about five outs that they could have had runs that were overrunning bases. Ew. It's because they didn't have their base coach there to coach them yeah. up. <laughs> uh, in the eighth, Morgan kicked a ball that went in the dugout. Um, they gave her double. Austin in the park homer brings in three runs. Fifth single in park home run in the seventh. Why with triple? We had a W-H-5. really long discussion last year about the kicking it into the dugout thing. And I think determined that it's actually you, the rules have it to where you should get three yeah it's it's a ground rule triple it should be and so no it's it's, for some reason we all determined that it's in your advantage as a team to prevent the ball from getting in the dugout (laughs) it depends on how bad i mean it's hard to kick it in the dugout first of all second of all you get base you're going two plus one i think so um if you haven't got to first base yet kicking into the dugout gives you a double but if the ball's already in the infield why would you do that to stop your running from getting three. I guess. I don't know. If it's already in the infield, how are they getting to third if they're not to first yet? Well, I mean, a left fielder could kick it and kick it into the dugout. Yeah, that's a long kick, though. I, it makes more sense to me if the runner hasn't got to first base and, like, an outfielder pokes the ball over the fence. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Because then instead of getting a triple, they only get two. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's move on. All right, YSC three at seven. <laughs> Red Lion gives Asteroid Head twelve to three. This one Omg. Beat some why? Asteroid Head. Why? Why? <laughs> Uh, boot burned by Aerie from Lion in the eighth. She played great, by the way. And she just qualified for the playoffs, so watch out. Um, ben, not me. I, this must be a, I don't know him, but there must be a Ben on Asteroid Head. Diving sports center catch. Amazing. This was amazing. He really, he, uh, he got a good jump on Like, I don't know how he got to it. He got a really good jump on it, um, sprinted full speed, and dove. Almost full extension and came down with it. Like everybody thought there was going to be a double, and uh, somehow he, he caught it to end the inning. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good old fashioned fun game. Uh, Pat, first batter of the game, Nick Bunce and uh, Pat kicked kicked the ball to first base and got him out. Oh yeah, kick out. Yep. Oh, uh, nice. It didn't work out. It didn't work out as well um, every time he did it. But that's kind of the way that works. You, just, you know what's funny with Pat? Like, like I saw him the, the week a week five uh, over at Hobbs against uh, D Holes. He tried to kick out like four different times. And, like, yeah, he did about four in our game. What's that? He did about four in our oh, game. Oh, he did about four. Yeah, he does all the time. I was like, I think it might have might have been fifty fifty. He's as he's as good at it as anybody. That's true. But that's might just need to be more judicious about it. I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you, but but I mean, if you're not going to get to it and, and get him out anyway, then why I'll not? Just eat it. He know. never. Uh, I'll give him this. Uh, even on the ones he missed, he didn't miss by enough so that it gave up an extra base. Yeah. So, as long as you're not putting it in right field. Yeah. If you're not going to get somebody out by throwing it anyway, then you might as well give it a shot. As long as you can mm. get it close enough to the target, mm. I'm not going to fault him for that. Uh, Asteroid had played really. We we really just had uh, like. One and a half uh, good offensive innings here, and otherwise uh, the defense for both teams was really good. Like this is one of our lower run outputs of the season. Yeah. So good job, Asteroid Head. YSC four at five p.m. Kansas Tree Care cuts back Free State eight to two. Is that your guys' twenty fourth straight win? Yeah. You'll never get to twenty five. <laughs> Are you fixing yourself for next year? Yeah, I do that. See, I pick my team to lose all year, and I'm going to pick us to win this one, and we're going to get fucking destroyed. (laughs) Tell us about the game. Um, Well, we were excited to be on four. Um, We've had a lot of games where the wind is blowing in, so we thought, you know, this will be a good time for us to showcase our offense. Um, unfortunately, for some reason, the wind was blowing out of the north, um, so it was very defensive. Um, Free State bunted a lot, a lot more than I thought that they would. Um, so they had quite a few base runners, but, you know, only two two made it home. Um, but, yeah, all in all, I mean, it. I would say it, it felt a lot closer playing than, it, than the score. I mean... Eight to two isn't like a. This is like a typical Kansas yeah, State score, though. Typical and yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, I thought that we would get a chance to score quite a bit more. I know Lou likes this field because he's kicked a few home runs on this field because um, of the wind, but it was blowing in, so yeah. just played played good defense. And Free State is really you know they're fun to play and they got good tunes. I was right on this. I mean, it's it's kind of like if you guys play Post House or Harbor then it seems like it's going to be a two- to four-run game either way. Pretty much anybody else in the league, it's somewhere between 8-2 to two and 12-2. to two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. so. Unless they're playing the Rockets. Um, notes on this one. Oh, look, great kick Angela in the fifth, two RKIs. 
First inning set the stage. Loose slid home. Great defensive game. Wood ref again. That's nice to hear. Nice and sneaky bump by Rex in the fourth. Great catches by curly hair dude and Austin. Ian had a good kick in first and last inning. Who's the curly hair dude? I don't know. Maybe on free state? Not sure. Yeah. 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 Moving on, YSC 4 at 7 p.m. Johnny's runs the cork suckers dry. 21 to 2. Runner up for hate fuck of the week. Yeah, that, uh, that was not pretty. I heard there were some, well, there were some injuries in this one, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I roughed this game. I thought it was going to be maybe close, maybe good. Um, but in the first inning, um, the so Johnny's were up 13 to nothing. Um, and Linton, Michael Linton, was kicking. He was trying to stretch his kick to a home run, and he ended up dislocating his shoulder um, on that. Would have been, he says he was safe, 14th run. So We've had a lot of uh, shoulder collarbone injuries this yeah. year. Yeah, and then later in the game, the, one of the Corksuckers players, after it had rained, um, he ended up slipping, trying to catch a ball, and he broke his collarbone. Mm-hmm. So they saw each other in the emergency room, said hi. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Hopefully they heal up well. Um, yeah, did we have, this as a pick last week? It was, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, only and it, one pick corksuckers. Um, Sean? No, it was not Sean. Uh, it was, uh, uh, let's see, two of them. Yeah, one, uh, let's see, was it, uh, I think it was Kenny that picked corksuckers. Okay. I think it was Kenny. That's oh, fine. I mean, I, coming into the game, you would have thought, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. No. Things looked like they went off the rails here pretty quickly. Yeah. John is like Johnny's listening to the podcast. <laughs> this, right, this decided was decided they were going to play this week. It was one of those vintage angry Johnny's performances. You know? <laughs> Did you hear what they said about us? <laughs> YSC five at five p.m. The D holes outwit and outlast the Sacred Sword thirteen to twelve. And a walk up, yeah. Yeah, I be- yeah, I, I did. S- I did see Alex's three-paragraph explanation of a walk-off victory. <laughs> Always so. a lot of excuses. <laughs> no, 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 it no. Was, I think it, I think uh, it was Ari. Ari, yeah. Ari, Ari was the one that walked walk him off. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I was when I was reading his uh, his explanation. I was like, uh, looks like your team feels exactly like I do these past couple weeks. I'm just fucking exhausted. <laughs> uh, but you know, losing will do that to you. <laughs> Sacred Sword is, is uh, gradually improved every week, so oh, I'm yeah. kind of excited to see what happens with them in the playoffs because they're they're kind of capped at where they can get in the standings, I think. Um, and it just kind of feels like they might wind up with a kind of an odd mismatch in the second round. Yeah. Um, no nuts on this one. Let's just say congratulations, D holes, and move on. Yes. YSC five at seven p.m. The Red Legs right the ship thirteen to five over Bunton Grind. Kind of what you would expect here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could say that I expected it to be bigger, but the outcomes is expected. Yeah. Anybody got anything on this one? There's no notes. No. No. no like I say, for Bread Legs, it's uh, good for them. It's their three, um, the winning streak, three wins in a row, and yeah, they almost got, 500. Yeah. They got the tougher part of their schedule out of the way yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. the first part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Start to catch a groove. Yep. YSC 6 at 5 p.m. JWE Grills Arbar. 18 to 8. Notes on this one. Josh home run over left field fence. Huge surprise. Gabby triple over the left field head. JWE double play. Four second, then tag at third base. 
Kevin with two ground rule triples. Ooh, Kevin had himself a day. Every time I see Josh home run or Simon home run on these notes, it's always the least surprising thing of the week. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Gage home run was pretty typical for home loans as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that too. Although, uh, has he kicked one out? I think all of his are inside the park. He's just really fast. Yeah. He had another one in the uh, kicking assets game. Well, we're going to get there. Um, but it was just hustle. It was a hustle home run. Yeah. YSC 6 at 7 p.m. Love Garden brews up a win over the Woosts 21 to 4. I called the shutout, and I was wrong. That's the only one I called. Yeah, you called a lot of shutouts. No, no today, this past week, only one. That was the only when one. was the last time Woos got shut out, though? They always score something. Yeah. It was, it was Dan's birthday. He's not getting yeah. shut out on his birthday. Yeah. But, no, yeah. they've been shut out before. Scored, right? They've been shut out before. They have really good lady players, and uh, Dan and Boggs are reliable. I mean, they have, they, they're they always going to get runs in. Yeah. yeah. In other words, Cougar, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, what were they saying about Stacey Aldrich on, on Facebook? They were joking about she got the walk-off or something, but it does look like she scored in the ninth. She did? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, when I first oh, read that, she, I was, was she like... she the last run scored? Yeah. That's the yeah. walk-off. For a half a second, um, they had me. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, YSC7 at 5 p.m. KBC with a close shave over the bald beavers, 8 to 7 in the dust-up at the DMZ. Dust-up at DMZ, and uh, this time North Korea won. So, yay, communism. <laughs> Just like in the regular war. Yeah. 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 Screw you two, Katie. Yeah, the, na- the naughty cougars <laughs> defeat the good cougars. That's right. The bad, the, the naughty cougars. That's right. Um, this, I was lucky. I was fortunate to have our team to have the lead, and uh, yeah, let's see. It got kind of contentious at first because Brett got a home run uh, over Corey's uh, head over in right field to get their one run at the bottom of the second. I make a two-one deficit. I lucky to get two runs top of the first. And then, uh, you know, our, our team kept the lead. Uh, the, the last inning was an 8-4, and, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, please don't be a collapse. And sure enough, they got, you know, gave up three runs. One of the runners just ran over the second and third for no apparent reason and got easy out for, you know, the, the Tropics. And then luckily the Tropics were able to hang on. So uh, I knew it would be a close game. By the way, R- Ryan Penry did say this. If, it, if this game was a blowout, I would come in for a game. I'm like, no, I'm not. Stop it. I am not. I, I thought I retired. I'm done. No. Thankfully, it was a close game where I did not have to make that choice or so. Uh, yeah, Bob Bieber showed a lot of heart. They were just yeah. like basically one kick short here. One kick short, yeah, yeah. especially that last half inning there. Uh, a couple of good players, like their third baseman, uh, Brett, uh, um, the, the right fielder, and his, uh, his brother, I forgot his name, uh, the third baseman. So uh, a couple of good players they picked up. So uh, I'm just relieved the game is over. And, of course, the special appearance was Danish, uh, the late Danish Chanel. shirt. Chanel, thank you. Thank Are you. there brothers on Bald Beavers, too? What's that? There are brothers on Bald Beavers, too? Oh, Jesus. This is a God, budding rivalry. Really? Um, so this is like, we should have put brother cup. to brother coming in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> brother uh, to brother. So, yeah, the Danish Shuba shirt was, made a special appearance. We put him on the backstop uh, uh, over on the, on the fence. So, miss you, Dana. Uh, what's up? We miss you, Dana. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, love you, Dana. Oh, yeah. So, that was, so it, was, it was a nice moment there. But I'm just relieved the game is over. And I mean, aside from one dust-up at third base, it had to be a warning to both teams because it's one dust-up. 
Yeah, uh, wait the, a minute. Hold on. There was what? a warning issued to both teams. Yes. Yeah. What so, happened to somebody fired across the demilitarized zone. <laughs> Someone across the demilitarized zone, yeah, almost fired guns at each other. What happens is that um, Ryan Pendry ran over to the th- third base, <laughs> and then, Uh-oh. like, um, I'll say her name. Andrew King was covering a third base, and somehow, like, something happened, and, yeah, Andrew King, like, chest bumped you know, uh, Ryan Pendry for no apparent reason. And then I, I yelled, hey, she just chest bumped him. And, and uh, Derek gave the warning uh, to both teams. And so, yeah. Appreciate refs that'll yeah. step up like that. I, I, I'm also understanding when, you know, people aren't comfortable doing that. But I really do appreciate, yeah. you know, trying to get a handle on things in the moment. Yeah, Derek and Kenny both know how to keep a game under control. Yep, yep. So. Um, but yeah, so but Cougar, uh, in keeping with startle, startling abuses of power, the board reviewed this one, and we decided that since the Korean War was essentially a tie, we're just going to adjust the score to seven-seven. So, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, an armistice? Oh, that's great. That's great. That's very nice. That's, and that's, and that's also nice. to hold you yeah. to accountability, since you wanted to bet things on my team. Right. Um, did you get your flag made yet? I'm still waiting to work between Ryan and Colin from Asteroid. They're still talk, uh, nego- uh, trying to get it happened. Okay, well, you, I want to make sure, because if you're going to bet, I'm, I want to make sure that you're losing money. So I'm I'll just be losing the, money paying for the damn fly. I will. Okay. okay. I will, yeah. We'll get an update, because oh, yeah, uh, you can, I'm, I'm, you can I'm get expedited shipping for, for extra money. You just money. get paid for it. Cougar no, said he's buying a keg for this Saturday night game. No, I did not, Lord. I heard Stop it. You heard it here first. No, I did not. Love it. At the Saturday Lauren, night main lying. event. Lauren, stop lying. No, I did not. I no, heard ma'am. it was a keg of Truly. What? No. No, there's no... No. Can you get a keg of Truly? We did We kidding. did for the last auction, so ah. I know who to ask, Clint Curtis. Right. <laughs> Untruth. No, I did not agree to a keg. Un- Untruth. Uh, that is not true, More. You're going That's down, Cougar. No, I did not agree to that. No, I did not. <laughs> Yes, Jello's delicious. Thanks, Thank you. That's we appreciate nice. your support. Yeah. Cougar will about... tap out in a vat of Jello oh at some gosh. point this year. Oh I don't know about the Jello or the Trulia, but I know when Cougar shows up, I'm definitely eating Korean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, YSC seven at seven p.m. The Honey Badgers make two pump chumps out of the jerks, twenty-two to two. So I ref this game. It's a it's a fun game, even though the twenty-two to two is like how can it be fun? It's like a blowout there. Um, uh, Eric almost got four home runs. Uh, the fourth one, he, he tried to stretch out to a home run. He got pegged at the plate by Chris from So the Jerks. Um, some a really good plays there. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Nick did a, um, uh, a, a nutmeg. He let the ball go to his legs, go to the second baseman for Honey Badgers to get the force out. So that was a smart play. Um, so overall, it was, a, it was a fun game uh, between you know, So the Jerks and the Honey Badgers. Uh, oh, Katie Marcus made a one really nice catch deep in the left field, almost to the fence. That was a really deep kick. And then when Derek about to throw the ball at someone, although he wasn't going to, she yelled, quote, I swear to Jesus, Derek, don't throw that ball, or something like that. When she said, I swear to Jesus, I'm like, Jesus. Okay, I'm big mad about the score sheet. Why? Who refed this game? Willis to the score sheet. Willis to the score sheet. And the Bald Beavers. It was Willis, my teammate. He he did the score sheet. Willis? Lauren, it was Willis, my teammate. Okay, please, 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 my friends, fill in who refs in case there's drama and I have to spend my week in my. I know. Cougar, you need to to include this in the email this week. (laughs) A special border about 
scorekeeping and refereeing, okay? Yeah, and the subject of the email should be what you're writing about, Willis. <laughs> what you're writing about, Willis, yeah. So, so. overall, it's a fun game. So, um, even though it's a, like, a blowout 22 to the two, so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Fun blowout. Yeah. <laughs> Fun blowout, yeah, yeah. Said no one ever. YSC8 at 5 p.m. The home loans divest the assets 16 to 9. Uh, Marisa, do you want to talk about this? Jeff? Jeff? I watched a lot of this game. Uh, the only note is that Corey got removed from the lineup in the third due to injury, and it's because there were two balls that were kicked just out of his reach, and he's like eight feet tall, and he... Uh, so he tried to bend over at a full sprint to catch both of them, and I think he just tweaked his back and wound up lying on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey uh, hurt his back on that play. Like he dove, he had two diving trying to. They had Home Alone's kicking the ball to him, to the left side, and then the right side. So he's like going back and forth, um, and he dove both times and causing uh, back injury. So yeah, he twerked and tweaked. Um, the word is like he stretched it out and he's feeling a little bit better, but we'll see how he is uh, next week. Um, but uh, as far as the game goes, uh, Home Alone's a great. Um, they had a lot of offense and a lot of line drives to the outfield. If their defense gets just a slight bit better, they're going to be in the top 15, top 10 possibly next year. But they're really good. Shout out to Home Alone's. They're already there. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, well, I think because D-Holes, D-Holes uh, stomped them, put them in their place, I guess, maybe is the best oh, yeah. way to put it. So I think yeah. they're, they're in that 17 to 20 range um, for the moment anyway. But, yeah, he's right. If they, they improve a little bit, they're, they're going to be much, they're going to be, uh, they're going to keep on moving up. Almost top 15, the RPI, they are just yeah. 16. 16. Almost yeah. there. Almost. Mm-hmm. 16. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because they were a lower team, but they've had, uh, they've had to play a, a a decent schedule. schedule. Yeah, yeah, they've played a good schedule. And mm-hmm. what are they, seven and Home two? Loans. And then they've shown out. Yep, mm-hmm. this schedule. Seven yeah, so um, yeah. notwithstanding all that, this game was actually pretty close until uh, just after the halfway point. I don't know if Lauren has the thing there, but it was tied and going back and forth a little bit. And then it was it was basically like one shit the bed inning from assets on defense and uh, Gage um, taking advantage of every opportunity and kicking in like a three-run inside the park hustle homer. Um, but uh, it was it was close for a while and then just got away. Uh, but I was really impressed watching both teams. YSC eight at seven p.m. Shirt Factory Chin Checks Brutang twenty to nine. It looks like somebody cried on this score sheet. <laughs> Did what? Cried on it? <laughs> it rained. No, I know it rained. <laughs> who, who was scorekeeping? Gage. Gage. Yeah. Gage cried on the score sheet. Is that what happened? Gage cried. It's okay, Gage. It wasn't the rain. Was, we all have those sobbing. days. He's, he's nervous about game of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of the. Anybody see any, any of this? No. Cougar, you didn't have any input on Shirt Factory? What's that? You didn't have any in th- anything to add on this game? No, I have anything. I, 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 I didn't ask Shirt Factory about this game. Um, no, I, I didn't. I think, was I the nah, two of us picked Brutank for this, I think. Yeah, two of you guys picked Brutank. Yeah. Uh, ben and Sean, you two yeah. uh, picked Brutank. Yeah. And someone from the, uh, one of the guests picked Brutank. Yeah. I did not, of course, pick Shirt Factory. So, but, uh, uh, no, I so. did hear Dave, uh, Dave stopped by the half million dollar booth uh, during the Sunday night game of the week. And he briefly had mentioned that they didn't kick very well. 
and had a, a few fielding and throwing errors that led to quite a few runs coming across. So. Farai told me that they, uh, whereas they went into the Johnny's game like really pumped up, he, yeah. he felt like they went into this one a little tentative. So it's like maybe they had reached their maximum punch-up point or something like yeah. that. Because there, there is a difference between you know the 5-6-7 team and the 10-11-12 team. Yeah. So... Um, but hey, putting up nine, it's nothing to sneeze at. So, yeah, no. Apologies to Shirt Factory, who apparently has had a disproportionate number of games at YSCA. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we were talking earlier about I haven't seen them play like at all this uh, year, and I play them next weekend. And yeah, apparently they've been in hell over on YSCA. Sorry. I'm sure that's not at all on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely rng but ysca is the weird field because the the uh, it's the windiest field out of all of them yeah it is um, yeah, and the yeah. fences are shorter yeah. than they are on the interior so it's like a a, a legacy helping a legacy yeah. aid that's uh, that's coming up when we get to next week's games yeah uh on to hob 7 p.m the harpies use wisdom over youth and edge out jazz house five to two isn't that the other way around well, no, wisdom over youth. They won. They beat the youth. Well, I don't know. Harpies is pretty young too, though. I don't. Yeah, Harpies is. Harpies is. I would say, pretty similar. Yeah. Um, so nobody it was saw a any of this game because nobody was out game. there. <laughs> What's that? We need people from Young's Minor Empire to tell us how this thing went because there's yeah. no notes and nobody could have possibly seen it. Well, I was there. <laughs> oh yeah, you were. Oh. <laughs> and so is Rick. And Rick is normally better at much better at recapping games than I was. But um, you know, we were trying to bunt on Will Offer, and yet I had to remind my team that he's a you know former Division One soccer player, and maybe we should get out our boots a little more. But um, you know, fun game. Love playing the Harpies. Love being at Hobbs. Um, I would like to see some better kicks from my team. Um, try try some kicking more. But. You know, the other thing I noticed when I was looking at the score sheets this week is that Jazz House is quietly putting together like a lot of good defensive showings against decent offenses. Yeah, we've had some really low scoring games, and I love to see it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So on to the game of the week. Young Spine cracks the Empire eleven to one. I, I wouldn't say that I'm surprised by this, but while watching it and watching it play out, I'm surprised that it wasn't by more. Um, yeah, uh, Spine only scored in. I yeah. thought it was gonna. I thought maybe Empire would hold them to only scoring in two innings, but then they did score quite a few in the ninth. I think. Um, but I mean, they doubled up Aaron Combs <laughs> twice, which I mean it was more the fault of the Young Spine kick placement, but. Um, that was pretty <laughs> really hype moments for was it their second was it their second baseman both times yeah. um, so Empire that was really had like fun. a lot of really good defensive yeah. plays yeah, yeah. yeah. center a fielder bunch of great catches at second yeah center, center fielder. fielder went to the ground to catch one on a slide late in the game yeah. even after it was out of reach Oops. they they balled out of their minds and I was happy that it wasn't a shutout um, and they were a very respectable and fun team and I appreciate the 
Um, you know, they kept seventh inning stretch fun by making some non-alcoholic options to to throw and keep the fun. And then, yeah. you know, they still passed out the good, uh, the good, good. They also gave out like neck towels and pens from Young Spine. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, also, the D holes started a fun, maybe new tradition of the. Well, I don't know. Did they call it like cooler of kindness or something? Yeah, and right. Just decided oh, to yeah, give a give cooler, cooler of mm-hmm. beer, etc., to Empire for being good sportsmen. And I think the idea is that they're supposed to pay it forward. So. Yeah. And they, I mean, really, the game was close for. Um, uh, quite a while. Nobody scored, yeah. if I can remember this correctly, mm-hmm. until like the six, either the bottom of the fifth or maybe the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I said I was really surprised. And it wasn't that either team got off to a slow start. Like they were bunting, they were kicking away. Both teams played great defense. And then just that fifth inning kind of turned it around yep. for Young Spine. And then once they got a few runs on the board, it seemed like every inning after that they came out and put up at least one because they now knew that they could do it. So, Yeah, I also want to shout out at our refing crew for this one. You guys did a great job. Um, and it really seems like, I don't know if this is Stacy's doing, but it uh, seems like we've had great refing crews for pretty much every game of the week. Nothing has really devolved into ridiculousness, not the least of which was... Um, when uh, Poshwash was repping too. So, anyway, just thank you guys for doing that. And here's Cal. Here's Cal. Yeah, I was going to shout out Lauren for being a boss as a third, third base uh, ref during the game of the week. Also, shout out Heather from Young Spine because she went out to Boulder and on Friday won a championship with Carrie and represented LFK really well and then came home and represented during game of the week really well. So, she played great. All the ladies do. Like you said, Ben, there was a lot of good defensive plays that we're exciting to watch from the stands. So go Heather, go LFK, go ladies. Thanks, Cal. That wraps up the games. Thank you again for joining us at the Jazz House, 926 and a half Massachusetts. And thank you again, Lauren, for sponsoring. Do you have any, uh, any physical therapy tips for anybody? Any free chunks? Don't do static stretching before kickball. Yeah. That does the opposite of what you're trying to get your body ready for. When you do static stretching, it tells your muscles to relax, and that's the opposite of what you want for you know the type two muscle fast uh, muscle fibers, the fast twitch stuff that you're you want to go. You don't want that relaxing <laughs> when you're trying to sprint and yeah. So for the no um, static stretching. For those of us that are dumb about it, static stretching is just like. Reaching down and holding for 10 seconds or... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, which I see a lot of people doing that with specifically like hamstring and like groin stretching. And I would highly recommend against that. So that's probably why we have so many hamstring and quad injuries. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to help. So uh, what do you recommend instead of that? Uh, do things like jumping and, you know... Uh, walking lunges and a dynamic warm-up um, and get some get some jumping in and get some jumping in when you're not on the field too so your body's ready for yeah. those kind of movements i uh jog and then sprint for a total of 20 seconds and then uh have a shot it seems to work that's great yeah. that's great <laughs> loosen everything up um cougar did uh, did you get the rpi done for this week or i do i yeah? do why don't right. you uh why don't you update us how are we sure. doing here uh, y'all do. All right, cool. Let's get this real quick. Where is it? Okay. 
So here is the. Uh, Cougar pulled out his expandophile and papers went flying everywhere. CPI, Cougar percentage index. It's not Cougar's percentage. No, it's not. Stop it. Cougar, you're in the 99.9th percentile in my book. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. The upper echelon. Just a moment, please. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so here's a top ten. Uh, actually, uh, uh, n- number 10 is Johnny's Tavern at 0.571. Number 9 is a Harpies at 0.576. Number 8 is Honey Badgers at 0.581. And yes, this is not a typo. Number 7 is Red Legs at 0.588. That makes sense. Yeah. Love Garden is a 6 at 0.605. Fifth place is Lawrence Shirt Factory at 0.633. Now, here's the best part. Ever since the RPI started, you know, f- uh, four weeks ago, it's been absolute, like, Horse race between Red Lion and Post House. One week, Red Lion be ahead, then Post House, then Red Lion, then Post House, then Red Lion. Now they're both like uh, separated by thousands of percentage uh, RPI points at 0.659. <laughs> but Red Lion is just slightly ahead of Post House. So go figure that two, t- uh, two teams who love each other the most, not really, are right there in the RPI. And that's the, uh, are you sure that's not the asshole percentage index? We're just like slightly oh, bigger geez. assholes. No, there's no asshole percentage index uh, metric. Kansas Speaker definitely would not be number one on that, right? Uh, yeah, they're number 36, duh. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number two is our Harbor Lights is .686. And number one is a team, they do not be called uh, KTC. It says Kansas Tree Care at .746. Where is uh, where's Free State on there now? Free State is 11th at .566. They, uh, where were they last week? Like 14, something like that? Last week? They were? Yeah. Uh, no movement at all, huh? Let's see. Last week, I believe they were um, also 11th. Huh. They were still 11th, yeah. I thought they'd get a uh, nice bump from playing you guys, Angela. But You would think they're, but it's just, you know, if other teams, like, jump them as far as, uh, you know... Uh, just like uh, most fl- polls, it can be flawed. Yeah, I guess maybe the, the uh, increase in schedule strength and opponents' schedule right, strength right. is offset by the loss, so... The one that's still far, pretty far down, even though they're over 500 at, at seven and two, is 23rd Street Brewery. They're 19th. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, just like inside baseball. The, the the rankings of 23rd Street in the nine board members um, at rankings for the aggregate are wildly divergent. Like I'm pretty sure that some uh, some people have them as high as like 18. And then some people have them as low as like 27 or something like that. 27? Uh, maybe that ah. was heading into this past week, uh, but I haven't seen anybody, everybody's new rankings for the coming week. Because so. if you look at their schedule here, I mean, they really have, they have the worst strength of schedule in the league. Their best win is Ghosts. That's their best win. They're, they're four and five. Although technically, without the, the result, they're four and four. Well, I think technically their best win is Arbar, but that's by forfeit. Oh, so, and that's oh, what I told David was I, I, th- I think. Nobody knows what to do with that. So that's part of the problem. So it's probably... Well, you, treat you, know, it, you treat it as a 7-0 to zero shutout. Mm, well, You yeah. have to. Then you're ignoring eye test stuff. I don't know. And plus, that was a game that David wasn't playing that's in. The, that's something that happens when you cheat. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> actually, actually, that's confirmed. Techni- yeah, technically, no it's allegedly. confirmed. I was trying to be nice. By it way, wasn't cheating. It yeah. was just a mishap. Well, we, we love you, Arbar. I'm to make sure, I'm not leaving it out, out on the panel here. Uh, Lauren, uh, Jazz House, they are, what the hell, they're 20th at 0. 0.462. 
And Sean, you guys are 32nd at .383. I will, the one thing I'll say about this is if you look at the scores of the games and the teams that were played, there is no earthly possibility that Red Lion should be in remotely the same territory as Post House. <laughs> so RPI fails again. RPI fails. <laughs> I guess it's not a perfect system. No, no, it's not. But oh, to no. your credit, Cougar, it yeah. is. Uh, it's not that far off from the way I had things ranked. Diana. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but thank you for doing it because it helps to look at when I'm doing my own yeah. rankings. Yeah. So. Um, so, do, I think we got time for like a couple quick discussion questions, yeah. maybe. I know Lauren had one that I liked. Yeah. Oh, oh. I have a good one. Um, best or worst merch, like. Um, uniforms. Uniforms. I see. I thought about it for current and former because I know what the best. Mm. So, who would you think would be like the best uniforms this year? Harpies, I love. Um, Free State went all out too. Um, like legit. I've got harpies too. I really yeah. like their uniforms. This yeah, year. I, I think I'm on. Um, Kicking assets just because they're it's kind of what this year is all about from a charity standpoint. Yeah. Um, what's that? No, I thought I, thought I said mm-hmm, that's all. Uh, yeah. Cougar, who's your favorite this year? I, I do like the uh, cork suckers that had Betty White in the front. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I really like that. So there's a lot of yellow this year. I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about that. No. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of like teal also. So yeah. Jerks Lion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We've had it Lib- the longest. Liberty Hall. Yeah, Posh. Well, yeah. outside of Kansas Tree Care. Yeah. Not, not to do our own horn horn. No other team has orange. That's my team. Yay. No one has orange. <laughs> no one has orange. A nope. bunch of cones. Did uh, Bulletproof Tigers have orange back in the day? They did it gray. It was gray color. Gray. Yeah. yeah. It was gray color, yes. So what about former? Former uniforms. Do you have a favorite? Somebody I, I do like the old uh, post house as jackpot. I yeah, mean, that's exactly what I was going to say. Absolutely gorgeous. I had this. Oh my god, those jackpot tops. uniforms were yeah. amazing. That's interesting because I was going to fire shots jackpot. that they have the worst merch. Sh- uh, Simon, was that four years ago? What, what, what was the jackpot uniforms? They're just, they're what, never what year was that? Matching. I thought it was 2017. Was it 2017? What year was that? We'll uh, just assume that's right. Yeah. The jackpot uniforms. Those were gorgeous. Uh, the, the material was, was, was absolutely phenomenal. What'd that's probably say, my, my favorite like, former uniform. So, yeah. What would you say, Lauren? I totally missed it, all that. I, I was trying to fire shots quietly, but <laughs> it, for worst, I have, I have post house because I just feel like they're never wearing the same thing. But, uh, cool. Any, Angelique, anyone any else have too? shots to fire? <laughs> I have some shots. Um, I don't. I don't know. How do you guys feel about the home loans construction? I don't like bright them. yellow. I don't like them at all. I think they deserve better. Cosgrove likes them, but it's kind of like the bad news bears. You yeah. Know? yeah. Bad news Aren't bears like- got Chicas to sponsor them, and then they definitely outplayed that sponsorship. You know, do, do the poor home loans have to wear like? Baseball yeah, tees every quarter, week. Yeah, every week. It gets hot. I think that's what they don't like about them. But you know, the, my only problem with the home loans ones is they didn't go far enough. Like, in, instead of just doing that construction yellow, they should have worn white T-shirts and those orange construction vests. Yeah. Those should Good be call. their jerseys. Yeah. And they should just, like, put names on the back with the electrical tape or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would get my vote. 
Outside of that, yeah, I'm, I'm on jackpot. Those were gorgeous. And the, uh, they looked so sheen. It was like a fucking 1970s leisure suit. It does, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the sign still does. Historical jerseys there, Matthew. I think he's, he's mad because he didn't get picked with the wraparound ghost jersey from 2012. Uh, that's too bad. Oh, those were sick. That's got to yeah. be top that's, tier as well. Yeah. It, I would say uh, someone once told me they'd be tier 1B. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we have one more discussion, discussion question. Uh, so this was actually brought up by Lou. Lou wanted to ask this, and I also had the same question. Um, but we were kind of wondering how people think, how long it will take for the league to install the gender minimum to a four instead of three. Um, what the pros and cons would be, and if that's something that you think that would be viable for the league um, as a whole. So, let me just say, um, for, um, for, well, at least for me and my team, not to be selfish like that. Um, I would love to go, to, you know, go with four, but it's just so hard to get, you know, the, the minimum three it is so so hard. And like what happens, like like Piper, one of our teammates, she recruited like. Three other ladies to be at least backups for a lady. And I thought they were solidly going to be there. Good. And the answer it just did not pan out. None of them. So, which I was like, kind of, you know, a, a, no, that was really disappointing to get any backup ladies there. Uh, I thought we would have six. I'd be mean, great. This is awesome. You know, have backup ladies there. If one gets hurt, one goes, either gets sick or on vacation. You have those reinforcements. But, like, those three aren't there. So, well, uh, I it's think just, it's just, it's just, it's just so darn hard. It's like if it was much easier, yeah, I would definitely do four. But well, I don't know that any there. any one like person wants to be told that they're a backup. I think that maybe if you did have a four four person minimum for gender, then you know, saying hey, you're actually going to be someone who gets to start on the team. People might be more committed than hey, you're going to be a backup, and I'll call you when I can. See, the thing is that we we call those ladies that we told us to just come on board. They said they just committed that they'll be that they would be there. We continued promising that it was, you would start, you would not start. So it's like, are you going to be on a team? Basically, they said yes. And uh, I did only for my team. I have other you know, teams and all that. But, and uh, all three of them uh, just for some well, reason. I know we, we start five ladies every week. Um, we, play, we kick at least seven every week. So I think it could also come down to the type of company you're keeping on your teams maybe um, for the draw that you're trying to attract yeah. per se. Um, but I can tell you that having been at the bottom currently and having been as close to the top as someone in our tiers been yeah. for a long time, that we've never had a problem attracting ladies. That's kind of where I'm at, where suggesting that um, you can't move from 7-3 to 6-4 because there aren't enough ladies available is yeah. dumb to me. Yeah. There's literally especially with the representation. Yeah, there's literally the thousands of ladies out there that would be great in the league and part of the reason that people aren't recruiting as heavily is because um I don't want to be mean but there are a lot of teams that are like we only have to fill three spots. Mm-hmm. And if you required teams to have at least four female or non-binary, then their the recruiting would be much heavier and you would have to carry at least a couple of extra players. Uh, because you're not just like, oh, one person's going to be out. I could have four ladies total, and then we could still make the cutoff. You're going to be like, oh, shit, if, if uh, it's four out of ten, and I'm missing two people this week, I need to have two backups at least. 
And so I feel like it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy to suggest that you can't get enough female or non-binary players. I, I feel like if the change was made, it would actually... Force in- teams to do it. Exactly right. And, and uh, I, that's, I've, I've said it from the beginning, like, as, as looking at even just a standpoint and talking about this with other people, that looking at 2017, seeing how far the league's evolved, and even in the writing of the rules... And what a lot of people don't understand right now, why we're even talking about this, is because during that time frame, there used to be a gender minimum. Now it's a gender maximum. So it yes. can play very different ways for very different types of teams, especially for the type of game you're trying to play. Um, so by now evolving even more, by placing more of a gender minimum requirement, it's kind of evolving more to assure that you're going to give people especially deserving ladies, non-binary, or males, anybody, time that they wouldn't get prior because you only have to feel the minimum of this. Whereas you can now look at it as, hey, to be a team, you have to be a part of it. Like, you not necessarily like Cougar said, you're not guaranteeing them a starting spot, but you're guaranteeing them a large part of that team, whether it's starting in Rover, starting at second, or split kicking. At least you now go into a new team or joining a team feeling like you're going to be a part of it and not just there when they need you okay i get to weigh in i got two cents worth on this i played city leagues co-ed softball for many many years and in that league it's five and five yeah all right five and five or six and six and um uh you alternate men and women batting you know you you know man woman man woman and since they, they call balls and strikes in that league if you walk a woman, or no, if you walk a man, then a woman can decide to walk or hit like that, you know. Yep. But the point is, and this mic's not working. The point is, is that if you make it all guys and all girls. The point is, if you make it all guys and all girls. Yeah. If you make it four women and six guys. If you make it four women and six guys, that can be done. You can't say that it's impossible because it's too hard to find girls. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 And Cougar, you're not to not to step on your point at all. No, I mean, no. you're right. In, in the current, with the way things are now, mm-hmm. it is kind of difficult. It, but I, I just kind of feel like it's largely because people don't feel like they have to recruit as heavily. Um, so, but there is a big bugaboo here. The last time we brought this up was what three, four years ago, yep. and we held a league-wide vote, yep. and it it more or less got slammed. Yeah. Yep, I did. think there are a lot it of did. people that. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there are some people that uh, are voting a certain way for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. But at the same time, I think there's a decent segment that um, just want to keep the league the way it is because they feel like it's, quote unquote, special yeah. and unlike City League and so on yeah. and so forth. I was all for the, the change to six and four, um, but the public spoke. And yeah. uh, so we shut it down for a couple few years. But yeah. It's a really good question. I think it's always a good question. I think it's one we should keep on asking. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, especially since, uh, especially with the changing of the, the Mindua Max and uh, trying to be more inviting to um, non-binaries, 
I think it's a conversation we should keep having and probably put to a vote again sometime soon. Yeah. Just if for no other reason to take the temperature of the league. Yeah. Because frankly, I love it. Ben Wright, when he was on the board, his vision was to get get to five and five, and I think ideally that's where we would be. The league would be better with more women and more diversity. Period. Yeah. yeah. Jess, um, I just want to add that like I don't care so much about the seven three thing, six four thing too much, but um, my team knows I rip into them all the time. Like I. I don't like the like girl spots and like stuff like that. If I'm better than somebody, if I'm better than that man, put me there. Don't put me. Don't hide me because I can. I'm more than capable. And so like for me, I just want to get to a point where we're not looking at okay, girl spots. We're rotating. No, if I'm better than that guy, put me in a higher spot. If I'm better than that guy, put them there and put me somewhere else where I can make plays. I just think we get so caught up in the girl spots, we don't think about it. And we're just like, okay, these are where the girls are going. No, put the best players where they can perform and help your team. And that doesn't necessarily mean the men. That's all I got. I think it's a great point, especially because if if you force people to to act on it, then, I mean, some of this is just being blind. Because you're not required to make those choices. And as soon as you do, you'll realize that there are plenty of ladies out there that can play those positions just as good as... As the men. Or yeah, we, we need more Jesses at first base and more Olivia's in the outfield. Yep. And Hell more yeah. Morgans. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan kills it. No, when we played post house, Betsy played one the whole game and she yeah. locked it down. Yep. I mean, she's amazing at one. She's our first baseman for women's, and I couldn't ask for a better. We need more Katie's uh, chasing people down to get the outs at first and then chest bumping me. <laughs> yes, that was so much fun. Um, I actually w- was literally talking to our R bar. Uh, about the same thing as I walked in from a cigarette Um, this has been a running theme I think all year long that we've talked about like six ladies in the kicking spot and how like not normal it is it's normal now yeah, I think uh, it was like yeah, ladies the, in the lead second off. week. I think Castro left, but for, like, for us for a while. Yeah, the second week that we played ghosted, I actually said to Brian, "Why do you have three ladies in a row in our kicking spot? Two of those ladies have strong legs. Let's move them up." And we've ended up since week two spreading our ladies around and having at least five or six lady spots. And sometimes more than our, our guys that we have too. So, and I play first sometimes. Our our new one of our new ladies plays outfield right now and is killing it. Amber Mills from from KC plays for us right now. And I just think that there's there's a, a big shift. I know I know probably previously what what Jess said that we should change it, but I think that it's already changing this season already. That a lot of people are not looking at the genders as a role anymore it's just where people are playing really well and where they should be at yeah yeah it's like for us we just have our best players in the best spots exactly like we've had morgan starting in left field we have uh emily starting at second base and that's been from day one like over the last couple seasons like those are just our players who have played better than anyone else on the team in that given spot so we're not going to take it from them yeah Yeah, it it rolls off what lauren was saying earlier too about how literally from one to 36 we have skill on every single level of what we're playing i personally am super excited for tournament this year because i think that every single run to every cup that we are every trophy that we have is going to be awesome Yep. And it'll just a lot of fun and very, very intimidating to watch people play and see where they moved up to next year. So, yeah, great question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, what's your guys' favorite smell? Favorite what? Smell. Rose, actually. Rose. I'm a grandma. Favorite yeah. smell. Sean wow. can't smell. 
What was that? Sean can't smell. Oh. Wow. What did I like? To I love cedar. Uh, I like Chinese food. <laughs> I think that's my favorite smell. You'll just, you'll just be hungry in two hours. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I am, but uh, yeah, it's, it's right like, through you. Yeah, every time I smell it, it's like mm, maybe fresh lavender. Just makes me feel all warm inside. Oh Jesus! Yeah, like, never, fresh I, lavender. Lavender's good. That's a soothing yeah. smell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cougar. I don't know why. It's just, this is bread. This is a freshly baked bread. bread. I mean, I think that's I, a good I, one. I, I, that's worth for me. Yeah, so. yeah that's yeah. soothing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking boring, but that's good. <laughs> of course it's boring. Of course. Have you seen me? Look at the size of me. Of course any, it's boring. Any particular type of bread? Because that can make a big difference. Oh, wow. A baguette. Nice. <laughs> I like French baguettes. He's looking at us and thinking I think about white bread. No, I like the <laughs> French baguette. I do. Yeah, yeah. I would still love to one of these days try a, a proper banh mi sandwich. I've heard it's fantastic. I'm going with uh, marble, marble rye. What's that? Yeah. yeah so. Marble rye bread. Either that or a sourdough. Marble rye. Oh, pumpernickel's like, good, too. Sourdough's really good when it's fresh. Yeah. Just pop it out. Oh, we got someone to guess, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. Um, rookie season, playing for Denver. I was wondering your opinions on reserving dugouts. How soon is too soon? There's no never, such thing as too never soon. soon. So I'll I can come out a week soon. if I hang up a Denver sign a week prior. It that's won't my be there because no. there's. I think the I think the uh, guarded agreed, every night. Agreed upon cutoff is twelve oh one a.m. Twelve oh one a.m. Game and day. Any one beer can will suffice. No, you got to have some a, a representative. I would have to say a yeah. person. A person. A person. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, no, not necessarily. If you My, hang a sign there, a beer right. can is not good enough. It's got to be something that makes that makes sure everybody knows it's your team. Okay. Otherwise, we're going to wind up I with a fight. I can't write my name on the 24-pack like Denver. Oh, your 24-pack that, that, that will work. work. The 24-pack will be gone. It will not work. It will be gone. Yeah. It will be gone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. they leave the pack and take the beer, you so, still get it. So now I'm just looking at your schedule the rest of the year and heading out early because uh-huh. I know what I'm getting for the rest of my team. 12.01 a.m. <laughs> Is that what we decided, 12.01? 12.01. So right. if you get like a jersey hung in the dugout for your 5 o'clock game, okay. yeah. But if someone's playing before you, I would have to say like the, the cutoff's still 12.01, but... My captain believes that we should assign dugouts based on who's home and away. I, I think that that's how it should be, honestly. That's how it is in every other sport. But this is better than sports. It's kickball. I, li- I like the dudes So 1201. Yeah. If you're going to sit out like you're getting a fucking PS5 at Christmas, I'm all for it. Plus, look, this is one of the perks of being on the board. If you have to be out of the field super fucking early anyway, then yeah. you might as well get to claim your dugout. Well, goddammit, Stacey's better than me at claiming Hobbs dugout. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, Harpies is historically great <laughs> claiming oh, yeah. the Hobbs dugout. Yeah. Um, actually, Kansas Tree Care is too because Quinn rolls his fucking yeah. car out there yeah. and shit. <laughs> Post the bucket truck. Uh, um, I'm just... So I was playing a um, 7 o'clock game at Hobbs, right? No 5 o'clock game at Hobbs. Right. When I got to the game at 7 o'clock, there was already a poster hung up for the game of the week yeah nobody there there wasn't yeah, anybody that from matters. that team that's and kosher that's cool yeah yep. all right cool thank you can do it yeah. thank you um what time is it it is it 9 20 let's we do one really one. quick one okay what one? uh i'm kind of because i'm kind of interested on your guys take on this um what is the most 
You can pick one. Either the most important skill in kickball or the most underrated skill in kickball. Wow. I'll go first. I, I think the most underrated skill in kickball is the ability of a captain or a vocal leader on the team to modulate um, their coaching depending on the player. Because yeah. some people yep. are very, you yep. know, just straight down the line, same way with everybody, and everybody's different. Oh, yeah. And if you know how to talk to everyone, uh, despite their peccadillos, I feel like uh, if, if you can be, if you could be their buddy and get in their head, or be the asshole that they need to yeah. hear in their ear, then it's better for the team. So you're telling me you can't do the cougar method and just yell at everyone, everyone hear me from the four, four fields down? That doesn't work? Well, that works for me, but... Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't yell at everyone, that's not true. Yes, you do. Just more all the time when he was on my team. I yell at him all the time, so... Most of the time, so... Yep. But, no, I agree with you about the modulating this coaching for each player, yeah, so... Yeah, I feel, I just kind of yeah, feel like well, some of the coaching in this league is underrated. I'd take it from a standpoint from this year, uh, most, import, most important would be fielding. I mean, being able to field, especially if you're an infielder, but the most underrated would be situational bunning because I have watched so many games where absolutely nobody knows what they're doing with runners on, without runners on, bunning, period. And situational and directional, that, that too. That falls, yeah. though, mm-hmm. right under the coaching. Where so, to bunt and when. Like, mm-hmm. where to bunt when. Like, do you, you have bases loaded and nobody out. Why, why are you bunting? Why, why is your coach telling you to bunt? They didn't? Okay, don't do it. Um, now, if it's a certain person or a certain player who could, get, who could do that, who excels at situational bunting, you can get away with bunting with bases loaded. But I've seen many lower-tier teams to mid-tier teams even this year that once even with runners at only first and second or just first, it's like... They try to bunt, and they don't know where to put the ball. They don't know why they're bunting. There's just no real direction with it. So that'd probably be the most underrated that I would say this year. Yeah, crucial skill. Angela, you have any thoughts? No, I. you basically took the words out of my mouth with the coaching. Um, you know, being a personal trainer, it's something that I have to do, you know, with clients. It's like how you motivate people, how you keep people engaged um and when someone's in a rut like what what your captain says and does is really important so um i do think that's kind of an underrated and underappreciated um part of the game it just kind of seems like teams and teams in the upper echelon have one or two people on the team and maybe more that um can kind of wrap their arms around the team so by the way, Angela, as far as coaching, let me ask you this. Does the Impaler like nickname precede you as a, as a personal trainer? Um, well, I was given that nickname because I was covering someone's client, and I was a lot harder on that client than their regular <laughs> um, coach. So that's how I got that name, I guess. No, ever, ever since. Ever right. since. Ever um, since has that Impaler nickname? Sure. I mean, you? I haven't changed, changed my ways at all. Good, good. She for sure writes tough workouts. Yeah. What's up? She definitely writes tough workouts. Um, I pretty much just have to echo Sean with just awareness as an answer to that question. Um, it's, I know it's what Rick values the most. Like, do you have knowledge of ball diamond mm-hmm. t- games? Um, and and will you be on the field and remind yourself, hey, there's a force out at second base behind me, like 
things like that. Running to the ball when you need yeah. to run to it, that kind of thing. Yeah, covering, covering when you need to cover. Yeah, yeah. backing up—that's something I haven't. Uh, outside of the top ten to maybe fifteen teams, you are not going to see mm-hmm. many lower tier teams backing up. Uh, and the funny was, thing is, the the lower tier teams overthrow more often than the higher tier teams, with the higher teams tier teams back up yeah. too. Yeah, so. and, and those you know those are it break, comes back to like fundamentals. Mm-hmm. It's almost like baseball if you can teach those people or your teammates the fundamentals of getting behind a player, backing up something, then it becomes secondary in nature. So then you're not having to coach that, and then you can move on to something else. Before you know it, you're not a a 30th-rated team anymore. You're a 25th. Mm -hmm. And then once you focus on moving to kicking, and then you get good at kicking and you can move to fielding, now next year you're into the top 15. And before you know it, you're just climbing steadily year by year. And it all just tumbles back to the coaching once mm-hmm. again. Like, if you right. don't have that coaching, you're not going to ascend. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Not in this league. Yep. Nope. Uh, also, I, uh, it just came to me that, Angela, if your nickname's already the Impaler, you should kind of, like, make acupuncture part of your repertoire. <laughs> Feels like it would just fit. Is it because I'm Asian, too? Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't know, Cougar. Did you have something to add? I probably do. Press on. I'll tell you one that's like very like underrated. As I like not talk as much is uh, base coaching. I have seen so many times of, of base running of people not being direct, you know, being following directions or not being directed at all. I've seen people where there's no one that your third base coach, first base coach, and they're just uh, just stay at first and now go to second or the opposite, or just go to second for no apparent reason. Or the other reasons they go around, they're going home, either there's no one at third base coach or uh, there's, the third base coach is not, doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. also a half and half, too. Oh, sometimes, yeah. sometimes the runners don't look at the coach. Yeah. I yeah. physically cannot listen to base coaches. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. What about just like, are you, are you watching, though? Is that like, audio, audio thing, or is it like would wild signs? arm waves work? So, 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 so wait, Lauren. So if I was third base, I'll be here. You, anyone can hear me. I can hear you go, go, go third, tag, tag. But generally, like, we're trying to tune you, so you out during the game, like, Cougar. If I base you. I will say I probably have not had Cougar volume of base coaching, so. Yeah. Ah. So, that, so, so. that is a different level. Trust yeah. me, it's a different level, and you and trust me, unless you're, you have earplugs right through your brain, you'll, you, you will hear me. So, um, yeah, it's just, I think, and the one that drives like, me absolutely bananas, two teams who do too much of cowboy up running, um, Harpies and Red Lions, particularly Jared. Oh my God! Over the years, he would drive me nuts. How he's, he's been great this year. Bond has been the primary offender this year. But it, who is it? Bond has been, but it's probably Vaughn. because the third base coach has been sending him in uh, dicey situations. So, but Jared's what? been very well behaved on the bases. So you guys run, uh, him run on the base. I'm like, what are you guys doing? He's just cowboy up running. He's like, da, 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 just run on the bases until you like die. I'm like. Well, Stop what do you want, man? We're a bunch of cowboys. Yeehaw, yeah. motherfucker. Oh, my God. You'll die. <laughs> you get shot down, you know, like, you know, like right. stone, so, yeah. Um, speaking of yeehaw, thanks again, Lauren, for sponsoring our podcast today. Yep. Um, yeehaw, indeed. Yeehaw. Um, personal training in Lawrence, accepting private clients. You want to give that phone number out? I don't think we did that. 316-619-1444. Yeah, hit me up if you're dealing with back pain or... There's I don't know. A lot when of it gets stronger, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've I've gotten great results with my clients for chronic back pain, knee pain, etc. So. Wait, what about bone spurs? I had bone spurs for a little while. What oh, would you been helpful there or what? 
I don't know, man. There's You're going to have to see like some, a surgeon. And my, ankle, my ankle. Yeah, there's, my ankle. There's some therapy you can I'll get for that. I'll work with your therapist. Yeah. Oh, okay. You also maybe just want to get some heel cups or something like that. No, I, I have heel razors in my, 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 my yeah. shoes. I do. Yeah. That's feet, because you once had tough. aspirations to dunk. Feet yeah. are tough. A lot of, I mean, it's the first thing that hits the ground. So, and it every, affects everything up the chain. So, okay. yeah, feet are tough. Okay. No. That's Actually, <laughs> that's not the first thing that hits the ground when Cougar walks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yep. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Um, but no, that's good. Uh, thanks again, Lauren. Um, all right, let's get next next week's games. YSC one. Oh, so uh, I don't know if they wait, had wait, these. Let me do the stands real quick. Oh real quick. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, please. Ben, uh, last week we went two and one. You were fifteen twelve on the season. Sean, you went two and one, and you're fifteen twelve on the season. Oh. Me and guest who went three and zero. Oh, we're both nineteen eight. But last week. Thanks to the uh, Travis winning by one, RP Danish uh, shoot with that prediction, and I have two bonus points uh, quite, uh, onto my name. So. Well, you put us out of reach then, I guess. Yep. All right, so well, I'll pick can... these straight as opposed to just yep. going last. Uh, so I'm doing very conservative against uh, these two ladies trying to overtake me in the standings. So yeah. good luck, ladies. Well, good good luck, and uh, Sean, I guess you and I will just be sitting back here in last yes. place. Both for last place, yeah. So. yeah. That's how we're doing yep. it this year. It's a nice consolation prize being tied with you. Um, I'm not sure if these are updated on the website, but they... Uh, uh, they weren't. We checked earlier, but they should be no later than tomorrow. Okay, because they... Yeah. Uh, the website said these uh, some of these games were at Holcomb and stuff, and that's all getting... We're all going to be out of YSC. Yeah, to, sorry to about it. it. I to had make it, all... it easy, if you do look at it while you're listening to this and they haven't changed, where Holcomb starts, it is just YSC 5 and below. Yep. So yep. just submit 5, 6, 7, 8. I had it all queued up to fix, but we thought... Stacy might have like bigger brain decisions about it, but yeah, just go down the line five, six, seven, eight for the whole yeah, we'll, ones. We'll just assume that they're that way. Sorry also, about it. Uh, I forgot to mention on the uh, board thread earlier. <laughs> Lauren said something like, "I'm just." Uh, I realized at a certain point, I'm done having a boss. <laughs> I'm like, you know, why? It's because you're the boss. Yeah. <laughs> All right. YSC one at five o'clock. We have. Is this a pick'em? This is a, a pick'em game. This is a pick'em. Red legs at Free State. So this is uh, Free State gets one last chance to punch up a little bit. Um, yeah, have the Finch has played both of these teams. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Red Legs based on um, what I saw from both teams. If Free State bunts on Red Legs triangle, it's probably not gonna work very well. That makes sense. I'm kind of yeah. I'm in the same place. I'm going with the. The uh, transitive property. Sometimes that's fool, fool's gold, but Red Legs beats Johnny's. Johnny's beats Free State. I'll take Red Legs. I'm going to go Free State because I uh, I've seen the kicking that Free State can do, and they're not a team that will sit around for five innings waiting to see if the bunt works. If it doesn't work after one or two, they're going to start kicking away. And are they in a good kicking away? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they've they've looked really really good kicking away, especially the last few weeks. So. All right. I'm going to go with Free State this one. I'll go Legs. I haven't seen them play this year, but just face off record, like Ben said, head-to-head. So I'll go, I'll go Legs. Yeah. Cougar? I, I got Legs because Free State, the only like, real test that they, they played, besides Kansas Tree Care, it was against Johnny's. They lost 3-1. to And I don't go transit property there. I think Red Legs are the same caliber as Johnny, so eh, you know, I'm also, going to serve the Red Legs. Yeah. I just realized that because you're tied with the guests, um, we're going to let the ladies go first both times. 
and uh, so you're going to wind up with the <laughs> yep the back end pick. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> All right. That worked out well for me a couple weeks ago. So you I did, know. and you yeah. went three and zero. Oh. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Um, YSC won at seven o'clock. Young Spine at Brutang. I kind of. Yeah. Are we all on Brutang here? Yeah. Brutang, yeah. 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 Young Spine looked good at game of the week. This yeah. is just, a, I think, it's too tall a task. I think they'll be a good, a fun matchup. Yeah, Young Spine's got a good defense. I mean, they could, they could keep this game close potentially. But uh, I think Brutang just has a little too much on offense for him. Uh, YSC two at five o'clock. Bald Beavers at Poshwash. Get to play the good Cougars there, Sean. It's yeah. the animal battle. Yeah. Beavers uh, versus animals, yeah. So. I, would, I mean, I'd pick a puppy over I think a... we're going to munch on beavers. Yeah? Uh, um, let's picking... see. So you lost Darcy and Tad, right? And the now they're on beavers? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with beavers. Yeah, me too. I don't... It's all right. I mean, they, they played KBC really close. It was... Yeah. It's a fair assessment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, YSC2 at 7 o'clock. Post House at the Porn Spatulas. Nope. 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 Nobody on Triple X nope. here? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. No, but I mean, a good game of captains who are friends. Yeah. So. And Sam will be there being fine and dandy. Hopefully they're still friends after this game. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this is a, basically the last chance for both teams to show a little something heading into the playoffs. I, uh, I don't think Triple X feels disrespected, but they, they kind of. They haven't had the matchups so that they could advance in the standings in the yeah. second half of the season, and they've been on a winning streak. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they're athletic for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, their ladies ball out of their minds. Emberly's a baddie uh, who got every single out at second base against Jazz House and, I mean, most certainly prevented a lot of runs. <laughs> yeah, they're a great team. Yeah. Triple X can definitely punch up. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what the final score is going to be in this one. Um, next, uh, YSC3 at 5 o'clock. Sacred Sword, who has been improving of yeah. late at Scoonies. These are two teams that are on very different tra- trajectories yeah. right now. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be that great of a game, honestly. So basically, Sacred Sword is like He-Man raising his sword to the yeah. sky, and Scoonies is like pouring one out. Yeah. <laughs> one's yeah. up, one's down. Right. I mean, Sword beat Jazz when we played with, like, two randos and Rick. Yeah. And, but they also had a bunch of randos. So Wasn't who knows? Like a... Who knows, like, what team they'll show up with? Maybe. I don't know if they're having that kind of issue. It was a, it was a weird lineup the day that, that we, they played Jazz. But um, I will say that Rick, Rick McNeely was one step away from scoring against Sacred Sword. Like, I'm pretty sure their last like three losses combined have been by a combined five runs or something yeah. like that. That like, really that uh, that, that like Jazz House game was the turning point losses. in their season. Yeah, and that was they came back. They were down like seven coming into the last inning or something like that, weren't they? Or they scored seven. They were down five. I can't remember. Yeah, but I think they got the Scoonies easy. Yeah, sword yeah. sword all day. Okay, experience. Yeah. They're, they're rounding into shape, anyway. And spelling, too. That's and very spelling. important. Here we go. The, that is very the important. The Civil War with the Shans. Here we go again. YSC3 at 7 o'clock. Red Lion at Angela's Kansas Tree Care. Oh, boy. Mm. You guys are last. She's not a captain. Do not email her with any yeah. <laughs> well, questions. Look, or t- and, and Lou is out there, but we all know whose team it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what they say, but she doesn't want the communication on purpose, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Sean, why don't you go first on this one? 
I've got Kansas Tree Care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those uh, punching up. I think you put it. Um, while you guys have played really really well this year, and you guys deserve to be there, I don't think you're quite championship Sunday material. Is, is a nice way to put it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> this would have been a nice game to have in like the quarterfinals. Yeah, That's yeah. Where, how I'm going to put it? Like week two of the tournament. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Cougar, you guys all on the same page? Um, I think that we should have all learned by now to not tell Red Lion what they can't do. Exactly. But I'm going to to rile them. (laughs) I'm going to pick KTC. Oh no! Please tell us what we can't do. Kansas Tree Care. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Was it was it was it five years ago, Angela? You guys were undefeated and you lost to the Love Garden in the Week Ten, I believe. I think that's right. He's not winning the championship. You were like one loss away from a like totally undefeated season. I think it was 2017, wasn't it? I think it was the, like week nine. Or 28, 28. Yeah. I don't know if I was on that team. I might have been on Love Garden. You were you on Love Garden? Okay. Well, I, 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 it, I think it was like week nine or ten. It was left the Love Garden. It was like week ten. It's, it was, hard, like, it's, 2018. it's hard keeping track of all the championship years. Yeah, okay. It's 2018. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so if, 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 if anybody can find a way to, uh, to fuck up an undefeated season, it'd be that team over there. <laughs> no, no. It would be Asteroid Head. Okay. Yeah, Asteroid Head. Okay, yeah, we're sure. a, we're a distant second from Asteroid Head. Yeah, Asteroid. Yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I, 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 I know I got Kansas Tree Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Kansas Tree Care too. I'm going to say ten to six. Angela, yeah. any thoughts? Um, I'm going to say eight to two. That sounds like a Kansas Tree Care score. Um, <laughs> I was really hoping you say shut up, Angela. You got to no. I would. Lo- I always. So Cougar I wants a shut out. Uh, uh, Angela, give us give us three. That way we're slightly better than Free eight State. Eight to three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eight to three. That sounds good. We score one time through the lineup. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have YSC four at five o'clock. Johnny's at Love Garden. Anybody want to take a flyer on Johnny's here? No. At least, oh, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Lauren. Well, I was going to say, Johnny's lineup looked really good against Quark. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, with Michael being out, I think that's a re- really big blow to their offense. Um, so I'm going to have to go Love Garden. That's all I was going to say, too. Michael's out, but um, yeah. Love Garden. Yeah. And they were, Johnny's was starting to round into shape, too. That's, that's a big loss. So. Yeah. Team, team game, but. Um, you know, so one player is not going to lose it. It's team game, but just also based on yeah, I don't, what we've seen this year. If Johnny's isn't beating Brutang, they're not beating Love Garden. I guess is how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, YC four at seven o'clock. Late fees at KBC Tropics. Um, we take the shot first. Pendry Power. What'd you say, Cougar? We take the shot first. Oh, he's already. Got oh, it. Okay. Yeah. oh, you're taking a shot. And calling a shutout? What'd you say? You're no, shutting out late no, fees? Shutting out late fees. That's what he no, just said. No, I'm not calling a shutout. No, 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 no. Negative. Do Negative. it. No, I'm not doing it. No, no, no. <laughs> our, our team is not good enough to uh, uh, on a shutout. Even on a team uh, against Helen Kellers. No, we would not shut them out. No. <laughs> nope. uh, hold on. Didn't you call for a shutout against us earlier in the year? No, we did not. I, I think you tape. did. No, we did not. Check the tape. Stop making shit up. No, I did not say that. Check the tape. No. That's almost two shots, Cougar. No. You God, got, you really you got get real me offended up so there. I can just go challenge that general wrestler's guy. Like, can't you? You know what? No, I, I, I said this a, a little bit while back for to tell you. 
I'll play you a reindeer games. I'll do the damn Jello wrestling. Jello wrestling. For the charity. Down. For charity to the damn kids. You know, I, I think Fuck. we should make that Jello uh, Saturday spiked. night. Oh yeah. Jello spiked. Oh, Spike Jello wrestling. Oh, it's going down. Saturday? Question What's going to make a difference once Sean's going to just I have my kids Saturday. So yeah. they're going to come down Saturday. The field is open. Sunday, however. Yeah. Oh, kids love wrestling. Yeah, that, let's uh, let's stick that in here too, since we have uh, an extra game on the schedule. Um, that's a good point, Lauren. Super secret Saturday night yeah. main event. Saturday night, nine o'clock at Hobbs. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the rematch of a game that was never technically played based on the agreed rematch. Yeah. Yeah. KBC Tropics and Jazz House. Yeah. Um, After party at the Jazz House? Question mark. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I, I, I can like say KBC are allowed. that we did have some discussions today that I am going to get down here Saturday so that we can broadcast the game on Twitch. So Thank uh, you so much for doing that. That's Bryson super cool. My mom will watch. will call that game on Saturday so he can live out his dream. This could be really fun. And I know, like, um, are you playing, KBC, Lauren? KBC and Jazz House are really cool for doing this, first of all, because this is like a very complicated thing. Like the refs couldn't agree on what the timing was and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's also really nice to have like a, a night lights game that's not on a Sunday, just because it feels special. Yeah. yeah, we've been talking about this as a board, that yeah. it would be great if we could have a Saturday night game. So it's cool that... Mm-hmm. That's cool great that, that we they do. Got to do it. Yeah. Um, sadly, I don't. I don't think it would be schedules. smart for me to play. So I'll probably still be. Well, you may not play, but I'm. Uh, since you're a sponsor and I'm a shill, I'm going to say that uh, Jazz House holds the fort and wins again. Absolutely. Yeah. Cougar. Well, this time uh, Ryan will be there because he played his jazz. He was out of town in Arizona. He will be there. Hopefully, the right fielder Corey. He'll be there. He was MIA that game. So. Oh, uh, just the usual. Um, honor is Corey the milk carton uh, guy? Tropics yeah. by one. Tropics by one. So. Cor- yeah, Corey's milk carton man, right? What? Yeah, you, Corey he... threw out the milk carton because he just went MIA? Yeah, Corey's know. the one you were talking about the other week. That, that Yeah, he something. went MIA. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was, yeah his that was name Corey, is Corey Milk Carton now. Corey Milk so you know. Carton. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You should yeah. actually, you should put CMC. that on the lineup sheet. Or wait, like, is Corey with a K or a C? C. CMC. CMC. Corey Milk Carton. Oh, my. Corey Milk Carton. Oh, my gosh. Corey Milk Carton. That's funny. That's funny. But like I said, Ryan should be there. He's in, he's gonna, in town. I don't know. Like that's a that's a tough matchup already. Yeah. And sure. with the having the replay and having everyone there, I think it does give a uh, edge to KBC. So I'm I will go say with KBC, this: I think, maybe re- get reverse curse them. Yeah, I think both teams are a little pissed off about having to play this game for different different reasons, even if they're excited to play it. Yeah. So I also kind of feel like very much agreed. If one team gets a decent lead early then the other team is just going to play pissed and probably drop it. So yeah. I think the early scores are, are going to be important here. I agree. Angela, thoughts? Oh, um, I've got Jazz House. All right. That's fair. You, uh, hear, that, you hear that, KBC Tropics? Motivation. You better listen to this shit. Good. Yeah. Good. You better listen to this shit. Next up, YSC 5 at 5 o'clock. Soda Jerks at 23rd Street. Yep. Yeah. Would take a miracle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, YSC 5 at 7 o'clock. Woost at Button Grind. This is another pick'em? It's a pick'em game. Yeah, and they are like, you can't really shine a flashlight between these teams if you look at the records and where they are on the aggregate standings and everything like that. So this is a, it's a great game. It's, your, we, fa- it's, a, it's your favorite team to bet, uh, have a, a better game with. They, they put themselves grind. in this position. Is this the, the spread game too? No, no. it's not a spread no. game. No. Okay. 
It's just another game with BNG, your favorite team to bet with. Man, that's really yes. tough. Yeah. Um, yep. is, a- is David Owens playing at all? I think I saw him at one game. Is he, is he eligible for the tournament? I have no idea. No? So. Okay. You know what? I, uh, I made it out to walk uh, my dogs with Marisa and Kristen um, this, past, this past weekend, and we had a delightful like 45-minute conversation, so I'm going to go with Button Grind. <laughs> uh, also, they're the home team, and these teams are really close. So, Yeah, I don't know. Something tells me that the Woos needs a win, and this is the week they get it. I'm going to go with the Woos. I'm going to go with the Woos as well. I can't bet against Dan ever. Yes, I love Dan. Um, according to my rankings that I just did this morning, I'm going to have to go with Button Grind because if Woos wins, it'll F me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan, uh, Dan's family, uh, Pacific Islander, Asian, same thing, whatever. Uh, I have bet against Dan, and uh, I will bet against Dan again. So Sorry, Dan. So No, I'm going BNG. Wow. Yep. Oh, you're saving. So you're saving. Uh, either you're heading into this with a tie, or you're saving it for last. Are you just trying to? What, cougar, no, you no, can't no. just ride your bonus points to yeah. victory. No, I'm not. Pick I, I, no, I, I, I said BNG. I really did. Because okay. I don't think. I think you should have looked at this. The problem with the Woos is uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a damn Malga Center team. It's the, you can't just center a team around one player. This isn't basketball. It doesn't work that game. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I've said that for years about that. I love Dan Malga, and they're, they're, good, they're nice people, but you can't be that centric on one people, one person. No. YSC 6 at 5 o'clock, Shirt Factory at Jazz House. You know, I wonder if we, we should be factoring in more the fact that uh, Jazz House and KBC are going to be games. playing back to that. I mean, it's not as bad as... Yeah. Um, I think it will factor, but it wouldn't have changed the outcome. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. I think... Uh, I actually think Jazz House could have a good defensive showing here, especially if they're yeah. warmed up from just having played. But, yeah, I'm on Shirt Factory. Uh, yeah, I'm on Shirt Factory as well. By the way, a little bit of history. What was it, four no. years ago? Uh, the loss by uh, Shirt Factory to Jazz House made Shirt Factory down to a two yeah. in rank play. That was the beginning of the end for their uh, championship yeah. aspirations. But yeah. that's because, mm-hmm. like, Redline, you guys blew, like, a seven-run lead to Jazz House. Yeah. In week five. Jeez. We yeah. have a habit of doing that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Was that the flash the gun in the crowd year, too? No, that was no, a different game. Different year? Okay. Next year. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, YSC6 at 7 o'clock. Harpies at JWE. This is the one. This is our yeah? spread This game. is yes, the spread game. Is. Okay. Yes, it is. I love this. So, um, Cougar, you have to pick this different from the guests. Otherwise, and he has to go last. And otherwise, you're just riding... Yeah, he's You're just riding. riding the bonus points. Yeah. I earned those bonus points. Screw you all. You'll go first or last? I'll go first. You're, you're last, buddy. Yeah, you're going last. No, we're going to put fine. it to you. I'll go last. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. You're, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I want to see you play for the tie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Push. Angela, push. who do you have here? Yeah. No, I don't care. It's fine. So... Um, I unfortunately I haven't seen JWE at all, but um, they are exactly what you would think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Harpies by four here. Okay. I was really impressed with the the Jazz House Harpies score this week. Yeah. Like Harpies have been scoring a ton. They've been giving up a ton. Like I didn't expect that to be a defensive battle. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll go to JWE. It just kind of feels like uh, they're due for a signature win. 
they've lost uh, all the teams ahead of them, beat all the teams behind them, and I think most of us have them slightly ahead of Harpies in the standings. Um, so I'll, I'll stick with the trend, I guess, and go with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Jay Wilson's isn't healthy either, but I know that Harpies are hurting. Um, and by my rankings, I've got J- the Jay Wilson's experience. What is that? What is the experience of <laughs> Jay Wilson? <laughs> well, according, according to Simon, the Jay Wilson's experience is some kind of... Uh, Breakfast, breakfast chorizo yeah, that, chorizo um, that changes leads you to kick home runs and gives every you week. The willpower. Yeah. I, I'm about it, um, but yeah, I got perhaps, I got JWE. You, perhaps he'll answer that question. By the go ahead, John Wilson's presents. Oh. Jay Wilson's. Jay, Jay Wilson. Wilson John, John Denver experience. Denver. Okay, yeah. so the employees of <laughs> Jay Wilson's, including oh. what? Oh, Rick Renfro is playing in a cover band of, yeah. yeah. Okay, I All love right. it. It's in the running for longest uh, name ever. I have Harpies minus three. I think the exact same reasons for what you said for John Wilson. Oh yeah, I didn't pick the spread, uh, did I? Um, oh, I'll I'll take JWE by two. Okay, yeah. uh, I've got Harpies minus three. I think this is a win that they really need to keep them where they need to be. Not necessarily for this year, but maybe heading into next year. Right. Um, we need a we need a spread from you guys too, Lauren. How much do you think they're going to win by? JWE by four. Ooh. I'll I take, had harpies I'll, by I'll, four. I'll, I'll take yeah. JWE by three. Okay. Mm. I'll pigeonhole myself. Yep. Yep. What'd you say? I said JWE by three. Okay. I'll pigeonhole myself. Okay. Yep. All right. Next up, uh, YSC 7 at 5 o'clock, D-Holes at Harbor. Haman asked me how much D-Holes would have to lose by so that they don't have to face Harbor again in the, the playoffs. <laughs> and I was like, 15. I already had you guys at 16, yeah. so you'd be playing uh, Kansas Street Care. They're yeah. one of the easier teams to rank because they have mostly all expected wins and losses, right? Yep, yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Harbor? Yeah. 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 Harbor by larger. Yep. I got Harbor. YSC 7 at 7 o'clock. This was almost a pick em. Almost yeah. a pick em. Yeah, yeah. Goals at Arbor. It's the battle of the voice inflections. Yeah. Uh, I think this could be really good. I, uh, no disrespect, Katie, but I just kind of feel like Arbor's better, touch better. Although if Ghost plays the way they did last week against Drop Stoppers, I could see him taking this game easily. Yeah. So, but um, I'll go Arbar by a scotch. You guys got thoughts on this? I've got Ghost by two. I think it's going to be a really good game. Maybe maybe an extra inning game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Arbar. Arbar! By two. Arr! No, I'm going Arbar. They just they just have more firepower than Ghosts. Ghosts. Mm. Ghosts are way behind Katie's projected win total now, though. So well, yeah, eight and two. They have to win this one. Yeah. Do they have to win it? Well, this the problem must win. Yeah, for the the other problem for Ghosts too is if if they drop this one, then they are in danger of dropping back into playing territory. Yeah. Well, Katie, it's your fault. You curse yourself with eight and two jargon target predictions. So whatever. <laughs> Are we doing playing games, or are we going to do buys? Did we decide that? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe let's, let's announce that. Yeah. 
So we're getting rid of playing games. No playing games in the top four teams. Did we get decide on that? Buys. I don't think we voted on it, but we seemed all in favor. Okay. So, yeah. fuck it. I'm into it. The only reason that I'm kind of against it is because if we if Kansas Street Care wins the championship, I can't say we're thirty and zero. Then we'd be twenty nine oh. and zero. Well, what if we count but your buy as a win? It's kind of a personal problem, right? I mean, thirty and zero with an asterisk. Asterisk. That it does have a asterisk. Nice asterisk. round asterisk. 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 So. Yeah. This is like white people problems kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. First no one feels problems. bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The we're, world's we're tiniest violin is playing for you. Not Should I walk that back? We're considering it. We haven't officially voted on it, but it seemed like everybody was in support of that. I think it's inhumane to make people play three games well, on the in a side, day and not safe. We have had some uh, successes coming out of the play-in games, though. That's the only hesitation I have. Yeah, like really. home loans last year. But again, I think kicking it's, assets won the entire play. All won the play after coming out of the play-in games. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes when yeah. you yeah. warm up for two games and then have one of those plate games, um, you're just much more prepared than the other team. Yeah. I guess I had to do that on Johnny's, and I was just effing exhausted. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the old person in me says I don't want to play three games any week. I know. So, yeah, I'm still voting for uh, let's give the buys, but... Yeah, I'm voting in favor of Angela, that, and the, too. And the annals will just call it a win, so... Uh, YSC 8 at 5 o'clock. Uh, this is not a pick but I feel like this this is ripe for an upset. Asteroid Head at Corksuckers. Really? Corksuckers took an injury last oh, week, injury yeah, and it's on YSC 8, which is a short field with the most wind out of any field, and Asteroid has big legs. I could tell you from personal experience... If we were on one of the outside fields, then Asteroid Head would have had at least a couple home runs in our game that just got contained because the field's short. So, I don't know. I'm going to take a flyer and take Asteroid Head. Fuck it. If they win, it's going to throw the entire rankings into chaos, but I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a part in chaos anyways. No, I'm going Corksuckers. I got Corksuckers. Yeah, no. Maybe I should have made this a pick. <laughs> I like I like the chaos aspect, but I I don't right. know. Anybody else with me? Are you guys all on cork suckers? Cork. No. Nope. Yeah, I think let's see. Jazz beat Asteroid Head in game of the week, and then lost to cork suckers when cork suckers broke my pinky finger eight weeks ago, and I'm still suffering to this day. So. I, <laughs> so you're taking I, Asteroid Head because fuck those cork suckers for breaking your finger. <laughs> I pick. I picked Cork, though. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. YSC 8 at 7 o'clock. Empire at kicking assets. Sean is shaking his head. Hobbs Park at Sorry, 7 o'clock. Empire. Honey Badgers at Drop Stoppers. Sean's still shaking his head. You know what I'll say? A shutout. There it is. Do it. Ooh. Uh, wow. Sean starts to shut out back to back weeks. There, I'll say. That, 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 that means. Has it ever happened? I don't know if it has. That's ugly. No, I'm going to call it. Shut out. Nope. Nope. Honey Badgers doesn't shut people out, do they? No. I, I feel like I mean they could. I feel they like could. we've had this conversation before. They're ripe for that happening, they but they they just don't. No, nah, no. This is this feels like a twenty to two, two twenty to four, seventeen game. to five. Yeah. Although Dropstopper's defense is pretty good, so yeah. I don't know, maybe fourteen, fifteen to two. All right. The main event: Hobbs <laughs> Park, nine o'clock. Reading Rockets at oh, Home boy. Loans. Oh boy. Yeah, this looked like a better matchup at the beginning of the season. And now it's going to be a public beatdown. Yeah, if, uh, uh, if like, Reading Rockets had laid the wood to, le- 
uh, late fees last week that maybe we could have squeezed out of, but I kind of no. feel like... No, Home Loans is going to trounce them. Yeah. I, I mean, on the scoreboard, maybe not in most fun. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Which team is going to play angrier? <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> I'm... I just have to say, I am really excited that the Home Loans finally have a game of the week, um, and they can kind of showcase how far they've come. Um, sure. Gage, he's my stepbrother. My brother Daniel's on that team, and I went and watched Home Loans last year. Their first game was against Post House, and I think they lost like 55 to nothing or something, and I had to just tell the team like I promise you kickball is so fucking fun like please stick with it I know this game sucked but it's so fun and they are obsessed with it now so I'm excited that they get to finally you know go out be under the lights and just show everyone how far they've come in just two seasons that's uh so it's a plus it's a plus it's not necessarily a minus but the one thing I did notice is like um, they're clearly like they love the game, fun team, and uh, they were playing kicking assets, and they were all very fucking honed in. Like sure. people were throw- like throwing jokes at them, and they were just like, "They're very I'm serious about it." Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, watch out. I just want to look at the, the scores of home loans from the first season here. You ready? If you recall, their first team ever to get shut out their first three games, forty-two nothing to Post House. 8 nothing Brute Tank Gang, and Button Grind do a 17 nothing, And it got blown out to 40-3 to uh, Love Garden. What an incredible ascent for them over the past yeah. Yeah. year and a half. So that's that speech you made that Angela... Um, amazed, whatever it's that uh, coaching. Impact, what amount of impact it made, and I'm glad that they stuck around for it because, boy, what even though just the first year last year, what a turnaround that is. And look at them now. I said that even before our game uh, week three. It's like, these kids got potential. Yeah, man. Borderline yeah. top half team. I, yeah, it's great. I, I, I'm just really glad this is not week one. That this would have been a good discussion question. What what games would have had different outcomes had this been week one, like yeah, it was originally really slated question. to be? Um, but I'm glad this wasn't week one game of the week because all the a lot of those kids on home loans were graduating. So um, <laughs> anyway, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun from from both teams. So, but I got home loans all day. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got, unless anybody has anything else to add. Uh, Another quick thank you to Jazz House for hosting. Thank you, uh, new sound guy. That was hard work setting up. Um, Thank you again, Lauren, for sponsoring us this week. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Jason Cougar-Fuang, Lauren Legali, Angela Finch, and Boston Sean Meredith. I am Ben Hut-Hut-Hutnick. Cougar, send us out. No, send us out quicker. I know the song, sorry. Same song, sorry. (laughs) They're clips, we get a one time use exception. (laughs) Everything we do is a parody, that's how I approach it. I really wanted John Fitzgerald. But I was like, just missed it. Came out in 2009, November, December. No, it was earlier in the year. It didn't show that's about the last time the Yankees were relevant, too. Angela, I just want you to know I've been looking forward to this game for ten weeks now. Ten weeks. 
And I'm not expecting to win. I just love playing you guys. It's one of my favorites. Thanks.